0: Good morning. This is Tuesday, May the 12th. How's everybody doing? Okay, here
1: we go. Good morning, everyone. I'm Tawny English. I'm your, if you're a Galar or Greater Los Angeles Association member, I'm your chair of professional development. And I'm also a state director representing our region and I'm president-elect of Women's Council of Realtors for the LA Beverly Hills Network. Welcome. And today we have Mr. Paul Horn, attorney at law, who is perhaps the only probate attorney and CPA who consistently teaches live seminars to us Southern Californian real estate agents called the Probate Process from A to Z. I am a big fan of Paul because majority of what I've learned about probate came from him and he has been one of my biggest supporters for pursuing the professional fiduciary certification. So thank you, Paul, for joining us today. And besides being an awesome, entertaining instructor to us realtors about the probate process, what is extra special about Mr. Paul is that he's a California State Bar certified specialist in estate planning, trust, and probate law. So without any further ado, let's welcome Mr. Paul Horn.
0: All right, so good morning, everybody. Okay, so so probates. Um, so I don't know how many of you are into or know about probate. I think probate is a really fantastic um, niche. So when I talk about probate, I'm, not, I'm just not talking about purely probate per se. I'm talking about just in general, a homeowner who passed away. Okay. And the last time I check your homeowner might die. They will die. Right. It, yeah. It, it's, it's no one's getting out of here alive. <laughs> it, it's only a matter of time. So, so look, um, I've developed um, a software. I developed a software where you can now track all these probate. Um, so A couple of things about probate for you. You can use it to get listing. You can use it to buy investment property for yourself. I'm sorry, Paul, one Uh, second. Can you
1: speak up a little bit louder, please?
0: Oh yes, Um, okay, yeah, So, so about probate, how it applies to you. You can use it to get listing, you can use it to buy property for yourself, to buy for your client, obviously, and also with this software you are able to use it to build a buyer's list okay can
1: we just stop for one second can you define what probate is
0: so when a homeowner passes away you're gonna pull the grandee when you pull the grandee if the house is not in a trust then it's probate period i don't care if you have a will a will will not avoid probate it will put you in a probate so the only thing that escapes a probate is a trust. You okay. pull up the grandee. If it's in a trust, wonderful. Just get a copy of the trust, find the successor trustee, and you can, you know, open escrow essentially. When you pull the grandee and it's under the homeowner's name, welcome to probate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that's, that's probate. Based, basically a title clearing house. Um, When you sell your house, you sign the grand deed. But in a probate, the homeowner is in heaven, right? He cannot sign the grand deed. Yes. (laughs) So so that's what probate is about. So, So probate, essentially the judge will appoint someone to step into the deceased homeowner's shoe to sign the grand deed, sign your escrow to the buyer. So they become the seller. Yes. The, the, the personal representative is your seller, is your boss. in a trust is the successor trustee. Yeah, yeah.
1: And who's normally the personal representative?
0: Normally, it's going to be either the surviving spouse or the children. So the majority of the time, it's going to be a ch- uh, the children. Okay. Okay. Um, so, for example, um, if mom left a will and mom says, "Hey, you know, uh, Susie, uh, you are the most responsible one. I'm gonna make you the executor." So that, so Susie will take that will to the probate court, and the judge will appoint Susie as the personal representative, aka the executor. Now, you hear the term administrator? Administrator is when mom and dad did not leave a will. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So mom died with four children. And it's normally, it's normally they, the majority of the time they talk among themselves. Hey, you know what? Um, Sister Mary lives in, you know, in, in, in the same city where, where the house is at and, oh, oh and you know, she's the one that's able to um, pay for the filing costs and all that. So they basically, agree among themselves, who's going to be the personal representative generally, Tony? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, well, we do have a question. Yes. Um, so before we get really started into the software, the question is from Chuck, and he wants to know, what is the difference between a probate that requires probate court confirmation and probate that does not require court confirmation?
0: Great, great. Let's, um, let's do this. Let me just show you, let me, let, let me just show you. So, so for example, what Chuck is asking is, and and, and guys, feel free to ask questions because the whole point is in the next 60 minutes, if I can just answer one question for you, it's worth your time. I do not want to waste your time. So just ask and then Tony is going to relay to me and then we're going to take care of you. So get one value from this one hour, okay? Um, this um, is wait, wait,
1: one second, I just want to just answer this for Cindy. One, one second, Cindy, yes. if a house is not in trust, the probate requires a court confirmation. This Paul's about to answer that question right now for you because it's part of Chuck's question.
0: Yes, okay, so so here let's um, okay, let me just show you an example. Let me just show you. Um, let me just show you an example. So this software is going to present to you. In this format, the probate data. In exactly to answer Chuck's question, it's gonna have the a type of the type of authority, authority type. In a probate, there's only two types of authority: full authority and limited authority. When it's limited authority, you have unique you court confirmation. It's limited authority. The majority of the probate, it's gonna be full authority. So Chuck, to answer your question, it's either gonna be limited authority or full authority, only limited authority required court confirmation, as conservatorship as well, okay? Um, And full authority is the best, Chuck. When you're trying to buy a probate house, when you're trying to sell a probate house, buy one with full authority, why? Because once the personal representative chooses your client, as the accepted offer, there is no court auction. There's no court confirmation. That's it. Your client just go and get the money ready to close escrow. check. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: perfect. You answered his question.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Tony, is there any, any question you just let me know, you know? Yeah. We just go ahead
1: and let have you go through the software
0: and ask questions throughout. Sure. That, that, that's perfect. Okay. So, so so this software is going to cover five—it's essentially all of Southern California's um, probates. Okay. So that's like so, five counties. Yes. So you got oh. Los Angeles County, San Bernardino, Orange County, Riverside, and San Diego. Okay. So let's. Well, say- why you here? So the
1: question is, when are you going to get into Northern California?
0: <laughs> uh soon. Soon, when um, when the Rony goes away, well, (laughs) coronavirus kind of calmed down a little bit. Um, When my uh, pet guy, V, who's on a call with us right now, when he's had a moment to catch his breath, we will stamp, you know. Um, So, for example, if you wanted to search Los Angeles, you'll click on Los Angeles, for example, okay? Um, and so let's say, for example, so Los Angeles County, so let's say, for example, if you wanted to search, oh, let's say, you know what, let's take a peek at everything from, let's say, April 1st to now, the last, say, a month or the last five weeks filing. Okay, so you would go there and you would type, you would click search. Okay, when you click search, you will see, you will see that, oh, it's got what, um, it's got 143 um, filing. Now, now, keep in mind, April 1st to now it's COVID-19. So even with COVID-19, there's still probate, okay? Um, the courts are shut down, but the courts are still processing the probate petition, okay? Um, so, um, so you can search by counties. You can search by counties. Or, or let's say, for example, you know what? LA County is kind of big. Um, why don't we search by some zip code, you know, um, what's your zip code, uh, Tani? 90212. So let's see. So we go 90212. Let, let's click there. Um uh, let's, let's just add a couple more zip code today. What about 90405? 90405. Um, what else? Uh,
1: Nine zero zero six
0: nine. Uh, let's see. Nine zero zero six nine, and and this could be your farm area, guys. This could be your farm area. So, for example, I don't know. Uh, here, what what else is is nearby you? Um, let's see. Nine zero eight zero eight. Nine zero eight zero eight, for example. Okay, so let me just. Oh, I don't know. Let me let, let me just get a couple more so we can see some example. Let's say these are your farm area. Let's say you, I don't know, I don't know. Let's say you have 10 zip codes these are your farm area, okay? So when you put in these zip codes, every time there is a probate case, you're gonna get an alert via email. So never again will you ever miss a probate case in your farm area, okay? Um, so you put in our zip code, and let's say, for example, let's 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 go back. Let's say, oh, let's just go March 1st to let's say now, for example, and let's say we search. Let's say we search, okay? Let's so let's say we search. All right, so these are the cases. These are the cases, and let's say, oh it's got case number. It's got the county, obviously. The date, the date that the probate petition was filed in court, the day it was filed. It's got the cities. It's got the city that's in Los Angeles, West Hollywood, Santa Monica, Long Beach. Okay. It's got the encumbrance. The encumbrance is how much mortgage is on there? How much mortgage? Okay. As you can see. You know, some some people say the baby boomer generation is probably one of the greatest generation. You know, they don't have a mortgage on these houses. You know, they've gone through the Great Depression. They save money. They pay off their houses. So a lot of these are zero encumbrances. Okay, zero encumbrances. Where do you
1: get that information from?
0: Oh, okay. Um, so what we do is this. What we do is this. Let me, oh, let me do... Um, we get it from the probate petition. We get it from the probate petition. And let me just show you what a probate petition looks like. Okay. Um, so all leads, all probate leads, gang, emanates from the probate court. It comes from the probate court, okay? It all comes from the probate court, um, obviously, right? And, um, and we basically harvest these leads uh, from the probate court. And when we are harvesting these leads, uh, what are we looking for? Um, here, let me show you, um, let's see, let me just bring up an actual example of a probate petition. Let me see here. Um, let me see, let me see. Let me show you an, an example of a probate petition. Let, uh, give me one second. Um, and for those of you who are watching, that's not in these five counties, I think it's, um, this is is good education too, because when you go to court and you pull up the probate petition, you're going to know what it is that you're looking for. So let me do an example. Let me show you what example a probate petition looks like. Uh, Let's see here, give me one second. Let me me pull one for us and let's take a look. Um, why don't we do this one? Why don't we do this one? I'm going to share my screen so we can see what a probate petition looks like i'm going to go here um, we will take a look at the screen okay so so a probate petition looks like this do you see my screen yes okay yeah so so this is called a probate petition um do you remember chuck asked me hey full authority or limit authorities comes from right here page one mm-hmm. page one is gonna where the petitioner is asking, "Hey judge, give me full authority." Hey judge, I'm an idiot. Give me limited authority, for example. Okay.
1: So what? Did, so what determines who gets full authority and who gets uh, limited authority?
0: The number one driver are the probate attorneys. And any okay. Any probate attorney is going to give you limited authority because they just don't know what they're doing. Okay. Um, so so that's one factor. That that is the that is the major factor. The major factor, or maybe. Um, someone who's trying to do the probate themselves and run into trouble, limited authority. But the majority of the time, um, inexperienced probate attorney, that is the, the number one hands down reason why. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. So So the probate petition that you would go to court to get looks like this. And these are, so my court researcher basically they do the same thing. They pull up this probate petition, okay? So, for example, so, for example, going, Tony asked me, hey, where do you get the, uh, I think the encumbrance you asked me, right? The, the mortgage. mortgage, any yeah. mortgage or any liens on the property. Yeah, the outstanding mortgage on the house. So, so when we fill out, when, 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 the, when the probate attorney goes and fill out the court paperwork, they ask the probate attorney, hey, probate attorney, how much the encumbrance, you see that right here, encumbrance right here? Um, encumbrance is zero here. For example, so the probate attorney will ask the son or daughter, "Hey, um, any encumbrance? Zero, right there." Okay. The probate- and also too,
1: with they also too, with they also ask a realtor, usually a uh, probate attorney, ask a realtor to run uh, run profile title too, right, or have the um title company run any liens too, right, just to be yeah. sure.
0: Yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 majority of the time, I like to ask the son or daughter please look at the latest mortgage statement, you know, that's going to probably a pretty good indication. And so, so the the the, the, the probate court wants to know, hey, what is the value of the house and the encumbrance? So the value of the house is, is a guess. So for example, here, they guessed it out at 450, okay, at, 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 at 450 now. Um, and, and um, if we can switch back for one second, if we can switch back for one second to, um, to the software, we can switch back into the software. Let me, oh, let, let's, let, let's go, let's just click on one case. Okay. It also shows you, it then also shows a- you, the, it, it links it to Z- uh, Zillow and Zillow gives you a value as well too. Okay, Zillow gives you, you know, a Zillow value. Mm-hmm. Um what I want Zillow also tells you the last day was so. So for example, this case. So for example, this case, this case was filed on March 18. Mm-hmm. And there was a hearing on March 17. I know for a fact there ain't no hearing on 417 <laughs> because of COVID-19, it's right. been it's it's been pushed forward, okay? As a realtor, you know, hey, the last date sold was 2004. Okay, so I'll give you an idea. You know, this property is probably still in play, still for you to get the listing, still for you to buy. Okay, um, so these are the, and then and then like here, for example, you you, you see the property value is zero. Pro, <laughs> a lot of times, some probate attorney are not this is maybe their first probate second probate filing. they don't know what they're doing okay so sometimes there's a bit of a disconnect between the people who fill out the actual probate petition and because they just don't know just don't know what they're doing you know um like my firm i only do probate and trust that's it i don't do immigration dui so i save all my brain cell for probate you know
1: <laughs> would that also be an example of a, a probate attorney who did not ask a realtor to, for that answer
0: <laughs> you know you know and you you um you'll be surprised that um a lot of times you know not not all probate cases comes with a realtor guys you know not all probate cases comes with a realtor right um you know when there's one we ask but you know, not every single son or daughter comes into the probate attorney's office with an agent. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a couple of, uh, was, was that a couple of questions, Tani, on, on the screen or no? Not,
1: okay. So one question, just since we're sticking to this part of it, can you go back up to the full authority and limit authority?
0: Yes. So now you see page one of my probate petition, right?
1: Okay. So would... If there is a disagreement between heirs, would that cause a reason why um, the PR wouldn't be given um, full authority?
0: Okay, so for an inexperienced pro attorney, yes. For someone like myself, I'm going to say Sister Susie. Sister Susie, you want to be in charge. And also your brother, Tiger King, who also wants to be the personal representative, right? Tiger King, he wants to be in charge, right? But Sister Susie, you don't trust Tiger King. It's a Tiger King? That's his name, right? Tiger King, okay. Yeah, so. King of, yeah. So sometime the judge will say, hey, you know what? Um, let's do limited authority for Tiger King because we want to watch to see that he, to make sure he doesn't sell this house, mom's house to his new, to his new husband for 10 cents and a dollar, for example. Hence it's limited authority, okay? So sometime that could be a factor. Or sometimes, um, but the majority of the time, the best way is, is talk some sense into them both. Hey guys, hey guys, limited authority is gonna cost you five grand more. Hey guy, limit, limited authority is gonna take you at least eight, nine months to close escrow. Hey guy, lim- there's, there's much more hurdles in limited authority. So Sister Susie, Tiger King are you fighting? Why don't we do full authority? Hey, Sister Susie, why don't we make sure that when the money, when the house is sold, the money sits in a block account where Tiger King cannot touch it to feed his tiger, okay? So uh, an experienced proletariat will work things out.
1: So just just to understand this, so full authority means no court confirmation. Yes, absolutely. And limited authority means court confirmation. Yes,
0: so court confirmation means that even though you have an accepted offer, you go to court someone else can shows up and bid on that house if you're the listing agent and you're brilliant probate attorney you your limited authority you did your best and got the best buyer you you're going to get 6% you're going to double end this thing it went to court confirmation someone shows up with you know with they own buy, you just lost 3% you know so so that, don't do limited authority <laughs> do full authority, okay. you sell the house much faster and the buyer don't have to freaking wait eight, nine months to get this house. Okay. Much better full authority. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Can here. we go,
1: can we go into your um, software now? Cause I'm going to have some more questions relating to that.
0: Yes. Okay. So here, let me, um, um, and, and Tana, you know what, this is an educational, that you and I are not doing. So we'll we'll answer as many questions as we can. You know, we want we want to be able to learn some stuff today. Okay.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So so going, so going back to the software. Okay. Um so, so for example, when you do your search, when you do your it, search, okay. When you do your search, you're gonna pull up a case. Okay. So remember how we said, hey, when you do your search, for example, let's say you click on. Here. Why don't we try San Diego this time? Well, I think most of us are LA. So let's, let's just stick to LA. Let's say we go to LA this time. Um, like I said, you can choose the date range. Okay. Choose the date range whenever you want it. So let's say you go April 1st to today, for example, why would that um, be
1: important? The date range,
0: you know, it's not, um, the computer, I guess, is you do have to as, an, uh, assign a date range because, look, we... So, for example, um, let's say, for example, you chose something April 1st of 2019, you know, yeah. up to... Because something for April 1st of 2019, for example, the property may have been sold already, you know, so you don't necessarily... Want that? So, for example, um, you know. So, let me just click on. Let's say this case right here. This case was filed on. Um, this case was filed on. Oh, let me see. It was filed on um,
1: October 2019.
0: Yes, October 2019. And you know what? Interesting thing is. Um, so this, if we if you look at Zillow, Zillow says last old day 2001. So they, I guess this air basically kept it. This air basically kept the house. And, um,
1: so for example, for oh, Paul, regarding this, right in this section here. So we would type in the date to search mm -hmm. for files. How do we know? I mean, in your application, in your software, does this only reflect properties that have not been sold?
0: So. Yes. So, well, we rely on Zillow for that. So do you, do you see how Zillow shows? That last plus? sell date? Yes. So that's apparently, I guess, it has not been sold. Now, from your experience, Tanya, as a realtor, how, how reliable is that last sell date on Zillow?
1: It's pretty reliable, but I always go and run my own title search okay, anyway. Good. But it's pretty so, reliable.
0: So so this gives you an idea that these now, now, just to so for a savvy probate uh, realtor, you look at this. It's you know, if for example, if if Linda passed away and it's going to all these beneficiaries and they haven't sold the house, they're probably itching one of these four. It's probably gonna want their money, Tony. You know. <laughs>
1: I, I'm, I'm still going back to the date because that seems to be a question. Yes. What is the best dates to search for probate leads? I mean, I have one question where she said it took two or three years before, um, an, heir, before an heir got full authority, for instance, to actually sell the property. I got authority to sell the property. So what would be a good search date for people? What would be a good range for people to search um, based on date
0: filed? Okay, so, so, so I do the most probate in California, okay. The majority of my cases, the the house gets sold, you know, in the first, say in the first three, four, five, six months. Okay. Um, so I I would probably, you know, depending on how much time you have to look at this software, I would say probably, I would say probably going back four months. What would, would COVID 19 maybe go back? Maybe go back six months. Maybe go back six months. But having said that, guys, everybody is looking for the new probate cases to go after, right? But they're not, but they're not. For example, the one I just showed you, maybe go back to that one where everybody left already, where everybody who's farming for probate left already. You go back and say, hey, how are you guys doing? Do you need property management? What's going on? Maybe now there's a disagreement among the four children. I hate brother Johnny. He's not managing this properly. I want my money, you know? So it makes the software very powerful. You can, it's got like current, I think it's got like, I don't know, 18,000 cases, you know? 18,000 probate cases, you know? Um, and um yeah, so, um, so like, for example, this one here. This one was sold on um, uh, March 5th of 2020. So, so the house has been sold already, you know? So you know that, okay, you, you wouldn't want to possibly work on this case because it's, it's done, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, so I would say six months, but for those of you who wants to invest more time, who wants to think outside the box, go a little more. Go a year, two year, three years, go back to the one where there's less competition because everybody left already. They're just looking for the newer case, maybe the older case, maybe people. Hey, Have you ever been a landlord. Sometimes it's not the most beautiful thing right being a landlord. Right. So you got a tenant from hell. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Yeah, Tony. Um,
1: OK, and just also for some people, some realtors, too, out there, when they're asking about the conflict, when, about who gets to be an administrator and things like that, sometimes the probate attorney, like Paul, would suggest you know so hiring a, um, a professional fiduciary, because I play that role quite a bit. So if when there is a conflict, either the, the court or, or, of course, Paul can speak more about this, sometimes they appoint a uh, uh, professional fiduciary to act as the administrator or as the personal rep when there's a
0: conflict that seems t- to go on forever. And Paul, you can talk more about that. Yeah, so so to be a professional fiduciary, so Tani is a professional fiduciary where she is licensed to be the personal representative. If you're not a professional fiduciary, if you're not a professional fiduciary, a licensed professional fiduciary, you can only be under one or two two probate cases, the PR per year, okay? So this question, if the four children are fighting like you wouldn't believe, okay, hey, look, 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 look. Let's sell this house real fast. Let's put a professional producer on as the personal representative to sell the house so everybody can rest well and make sure that they're going to get their money. They're going to get the equal split, okay? So, so... So yeah, in situation where, where it's hopeless among all the siblings, we can turn to a professional fiduciary because that their job is to basically uh, administer probate cases, administer trust administration.
1: So just answer. So a professional fiduciary will be listed on the contract. The, con- the professional fiduciary becomes the seller. So they're the personal rep. For the case versus the ch- the child or sibling or family member, so they're the seller. Just to explain that, they become the seller of the um, real estate, and you'd be dealing with a professional um, fiduciary, who then, of course, is the probate attorney, is um, works for the professional fiduciary. Would be the way to explain that.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, and and to stay on that topic, just a little bit, whether it's the professional fiduciary, whether it be the son or the daughter. Um, if we, for example, if you look at this case, for example, so right. the data we give you, the petitioner is the person in charge. The petitioner most of the time is the son. The petitioner most of the time is uh, the daughter or maybe a professional judiciary. It, whoever it is, we give you a phone number to call. That's your we, contact, realtors. <laughs> yes, that's your contact. And we also give you... An email address, an email address. So now you can email, now you can um, um, call. And let's say, for example, if you want to do some mailing, this software gives you a gluttony of library of me teaching you probate. So for example, let's say you want to do some mailing and you know, you've never done any mailing before, so what would your piece look like, okay? All right, so I give you like 400 um, I give you like 400 plus pages of example. Um, Example after example to just scroll through and see, hey, you know which one resonate with you, which one, you know, is more representative of you. How do you speak. How do you talk. So, so there are tons and tons of example of, let's say, you know, So I do a lot of probate. So I get a lot of, um, that's how I accumulated all these mailings um, from all these years, okay? So, um, yeah, so what I would do is, you know, send out a mailer, draft a mailer, okay? Draft a mailer, mail it out, follow up with a phone call, follow up with a phone call. When you do your mailer, um, your envelope, maybe make it look like a... um, you know a hallmark card you know a greeting card different colors and on the inside of it what will you put well i have tons of example here for you so you you do your do your mailing from this example and then you're going to follow up with a phone call and like I or like I was saying on the phone call on the phone call we give you we give you the phone number and then you have an option to do email as well too. Okay, yeah. So that's how you would contact the personal representative. And the personal representative, the petitioner, is the one solely has the power to sign your listing agreement, not the attorney. It's the petitioner, Tony. Yep. Yeah, hmm Yeah, yeah. Um, do we have questions um, pertaining to this
1: topic, uh, Tony? Not at this part here. Um, the next one would be, let me get to the just, just get through this part of it. We talked about that cash on hand. So everyone understands that the petitionary is your point of contact. How important is the attorney as a contact? Because some of the questions are that, you know, these, you know, by the time it gets to this part, they get, they're receiving so many mailers and things like that. How do you stand out?
0: So would reaching out to the attorney be a way to
1: get the lead, get the listing?
0: Look, Look. so I deal with a lot of probates, okay? What I see is, what I see is, guys, first thing first, please, understand probate code, okay? I have given you like probably like 10 plus hours. Watch all these videos. I want you to understand what full authority, in the middle of the night, understand this immediately understand the vocabulary, the language so well, so that when you ever talk to a probate attorney, when you ever talk to the PR, you are at the very top, okay?
1: Okay, wait, 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 so b- before that, what i like to suggest is that you get the certification in probate, hmm. which Paul <laughs> has written, he written a, um, for California Associated Realtors, Paul has actually authored a certification in probate, So that will give you the knowledge, the terminology to reach out. Because what I do is I reach out to probate attorneys to get leads. Mm -hmm. And what has helped me is that, you know, I come from the county background, of course, but I understand the lingo. I learned from Paul, the probate A to Z before he uh, created the certification. So I knew exactly how to speak to probate attorneys. So I get both the leads that Paul provides and speaking to probate attorneys.
0: Yeah, so so um, do you see my screen, Tony? Do, do you see? Yes, I car? do. Yeah, so so basically, uh, Car now has their own certification program. I um um I wrote the um the program for Car. I um I basically shot a like a well about three-hour videos for them. It it, it comes with a book. So and at the end. You take an exam once you pass the exam car will send you in you know, the president of car will, will sign uh, a um a certificate for you so it's certification by car and and you know so some of you may not know who i am but just because i wrote this for car believe me car legal team has already ripped this apart so Rest assured you're in good hand because car have their own legal department that looked over every single word, every single thing that I've talked about in this program. So anyway, Tony, you're right. If you want it, so so hey, look. Um I think at some point in time, you're gonna come across a homeowner who's gonna pass away. Okay. And when you do, I think it's good to know a little bit about probate, okay? Um, and also from an investing point of view, from an investing point of view, guys, I think it's really terrific. You don't see a lot of probate, you don't see a lot of probate on the MOS. And let me tell you why. You don't see a lot of probate on MOS because how many of you have been on a cruise before? Right? That was a distant memory. I went right? on a cruise. Okay. If it's full authority games, if it's full authority, it 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 just it's like a ship in the middle of the night doing cruise midnight. It just sells out. Okay, you don't get to see it. Okay, so I really believe that if you wanted investment property for yourself or for your client, probate is a darn good way to go to find those probate those those houses that are not on the MOS. Okay.
1: It's too late
0: and, if it gets on the MLS. <laughs> in terms of pricing, it's too late right. for investors. Yes, that's correct. So for investing, I think if you wanted to find off the radar properties, probate is a good way to go. And for example, all you have to do now is tell this software what is the zip code you're looking for, and this software automatically will automatically email you those cases. Okay. Um, and uh, from Monday to Friday, we harvest these leads on a daily basis, Monday to Friday. We harvest it, we clean it, we sanitize it, we put email address in there, we put phone number in there, and then we upload it to this this software, and then this software automatically sends you a notification because you told the software, hey, when there is a probate in such and such a zip code, give it to me. And so now it's automated for you. So you'll never miss another probate in your farm area, Tony. Right.
1: And just, you know, we're getting questions from other states. And so Paul, can you explain how probate law works in different states? Because yeah, that's because basically the certification that we're speaking of is only for California. Paul is a California probate attorney for now. (laughs) So, Mm Can you explain how that you know what you're talking, what you're speaking about today would apply to other states? Is the question?
0: Yeah, you know, California and Hawaii. They seems to be the toughest state in terms of um, regulation. Um, So there's 50 states. There's there's a little bit of nuances in all 50 states, you know. But um, but yeah, if you are in any specific county that's not in California, you probably want to maybe take a probate, turn out to lunch, maybe pay an hour for his time. Um, yeah, I would probably start to, to Google and, and probably learn a lot about the probate process, then you call them. And if you want to, hey, look, you know, pay them an hour of their time for consultation. I don't know for those states that are not in California. Okay. Um if you're in California, all you got to do is watch all these videos that I have for you in this software. you I, I assure you. you watch all this video, this is all you need to learn. And for out of state, if you have the time to watch all this video, that would give you an idea because California has the toughest law in probate, has the toughest mechanical procedures. okay? So yeah, so for out of state, they all have a little bit of different variation and all different and all fifty different states on.
1: Okay. Yeah. And just and just going back to um, defining what a personal rep is, can you explain the difference between executor, administrator, and a personal rep?
0: Yes. Okay. So let's do this. Let's do this. I am going to give us a just to stay stay
1: in that section before we move on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so okay. So so in a so in a probate. So in a so in a probate. Uh, your, your boss, your boss is going to be the personal representative. Do you see my, um, Microsoft Word? You do, right? Yes, we do. Okay. Yeah. So, so in the probate, your boss is the personal representative. I say it's your boss, because that's the person who has the power to sell you the house. Who has the power to sign your listing agreement. The personal per- representative comes in two shapes and form so one is called if mom left a will if mom left a will naming susie to be the executor we call that personal representative we call that person representative the executor if mom did not leave a will we call that personal representative the administrator the administrator okay so that is the um vocabulary that is the vocabulary that the lane that you want to stay in, um, and the, and the
1: personal rep is the petitioner.
0: Correct. Yes. So so, Tony, that's a great point. So before before the court appoints that person who filed the probate case, that son or daughter who filed the probate case is known as the petitioner. And once that petitioner is appointed as the personal representative, then we label that person as the personal representative. And a lot of times we call that person the PR. And if you hear the probate attorney says, oh, the executor, then you know, oh, mom left, a will. Um, if uh, if you hear them throw the word administrator around, the personal representative, the administrator, then you, you know mom did not leave, a will, okay? Yeah. But, so that is your vocabulary, and um, if the if the house is in a trust, if the house is in a trust, your your boss is a successor trustee, successor trustee. So in all, in when a homeowner passes away, this is your universe. That's it. Hey guys, baby boomers are start are be, beginning to already. This is gonna be the. He, the greatest wealth transfer in history. Baby boomers gonna pass away, they're gonna own a house. When they own a house, your boss falls into the two camps that you see in front of you. It's either gonna be in a probate or it's gonna be in a trust, okay? If it's in a trust, forget about administrator, and uh, executor, PR, if it's in a trust, purely your boss is the successor trustee. If it's in a trust, you just ask for a copy of the trust, find successor trustee, that's the person who signed your listing agreement, honey. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's see. Do we have um? Do we have any other uh, question out there? Um,
1: I want to try to stick to go answer the questions as you go through the software. Oh. Please.
0: Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Um, let's see here. Um, V. Have I missed anything, V, with this with the software that you wanted, or maybe you can explain better than I can, V? Can we go back to one of the examples,
1: because I think that's a lot of where the questions are coming from.
0: Yes. So here, let's um, Why don't you do the why don't we start a new search and let's say, uh, let's say San Diego. Okay, let's say San Diego. Let's say we say, Okay, give me Oh, oh uh,
1: Okay, uh, there is a question regarding the search, though.
0: Yeah, so our mm-hmm.
1: Are all the homes in the software in different points of the timeline? So I guess okay. Let me rephrase the question then. Okay. How far back does your software go with um, in probate? How far back does it go with homes that have not been sold and still been in probate?
0: It, okay. So so this software we don't we don't discriminate. This software contains about it goes back to about twenty fifteen. 2015, all the probate cases, okay? It goes back to that far. And remember how I said, so it's going to have cases where the house has been sold. It's going to have cases where the house has not been sold. It's going to have cases where a probate that's closed, is done, but the heir still owned the house. So that still gives you an opportunity to go after the listing because maybe four children inherit this house from mom. And guess what? They're sick and tired of being co-owner with each other, Right? This software, you can flush that out, too. It's, it's so powerful now, you know, with, with this software. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so here, you wanted to see an example, right? So let's... Say right, because we, we have
1: questions.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so, here, so, here. so let's say we go back to... Um, let's say we we'll go back to an example. Um, oh, so let's just, let's, just take a, let's just take a look at one. Let's say this is the house in Glendale, for example. Um, okay, so for example, this is another case. It was filed on May eleven. It was filed on May eleven. Okay, so
1: date, with, so with that date of filing, how long does how long does the petitioner receive authorization from the date they filed to sell the okay. home?
0: Honey, great question. So 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 look, that came from probate, that came from Cindy, by the way. <laughs> okay, so this 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 probate case is filed on May eleven of twenty twenty. The hearing date court first hearing date to appoint who to appoint the pr the personal representative is in September 28. Now normally normally to from the date of the filing to appointment it's about 6 weeks away. But with covid-19 yeah this little thing this little virus running around okay, it's 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 bringing a delay to even the court system too. So look, this case was filed last week on May 11, but the court hearing date is not until September 28th, so, so, this, so this house cannot be sold until September 28th, cannot, period, cannot, 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 okay? Um, so, so for example, the person in charge, his name is Lewis. This is his phone number, this is his email address, okay? I mean, it's, it's on a platter for you, okay? Um, and like I say, this house cannot, will not, cannot be sold until he gets appointed. And his court hearing date is September 28th of 2020, okay? It's normally not that long, the court hearing date is normally not that long. Um, It's only that long because of COVID-19. And and when you look at this case, if you wanted to buy this house, you want to see what type of authority. Paul Horn and Tony said full authority was was the best what type of authority does this case have you go to full authority that's right hey with full authority with full authority let me go back to our blank uh, blank slate for a second with full authority with full authority if if a house is oh let me go here what if a probate if a probate if a probate has full authority if a program has full authority, you only need you only need three documents. Oops, let me see. You only need three documents to close escrow. These are the three documents right here. Let me uh let me see I'll give me one second. Man. Let me see here. So let me here. Um here. Okay, give me one second. Let me just demonstrate something. So if a program has full authority, you only need three documents to close escrow. Just three documents. Very, very easy, gang. Very easy. You just need letters. The order for probate, and something called a uh, a notice of proposed action, proposed action, um, short for NOPA. That's it, gang. That that's it. Just these three documents: letters, orders, and notice of proposed action. So going back to our example, of that one case you're looking at, that one yes. example. If you go back to that one example, uh, that one example, the hearing date, the hearing date is on September 28th. So on September okay. twenty eighth, they are going. The judge is going to appoint Lewis as the personal representative, and then about ten days later, on ten days later after September twenty eighth, approximately say about two weeks, yeah. Lewis, Lewis is going to get, Lewis is going to get, um, these two forms. Letters and order for probate, saying that Lewis is the personal representative, and then you, as the realtor, just basically give the probate attorney the notice of proposed action. He mails it out. Fifteen days later, bam, you close escrow. That that's it. That's full authority. There's no court confirmation, nothing like that at all. So that's why, if you want to buy a house in probate or even list a house in probate, Full authority is a better way to go because it mimics a full, 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 full authority probate, it mimics a regular transaction. All you need are these three documents to close a full authority probate, Tani. Okay. Yeah. Um, be, uh, going back to, was there another question in, in relation well, to Let's
1: get, let's go back to the example and let me see uh-huh. where we're at. Okay. Um, can you scroll down?
0: Yes. So, so this okay. Tells you mm-hmm. we talked
1: about that, and then we saw oh, and also, you guys, you see that the relationship. So there, right there too, that would tell you, right at that field, right there on Paul yes. regarding the relationship. Uh-huh. Would it also reflect? Would it reflect if there's a professional fiduciary or not?
0: Yes, it would. It would. It's exactly. It would absolutely say that. It would say professional fiduciary. Yes, and also right here, it has the beneficial distribution, guys. Oh yes! If you wanted to build a buyer's list. Oh my God, here it is, here it is. These four individuals are getting 200 grand a piece. This 200 grand is after the probate attorney's fee, after court filing fees, after. So, hey, look, Marianne, so that's their net. So that's their net proceeds. Yes, Marianne, Estimated. Marianne, instead of you spending this $200,000 on, you know, Nike shoes or whatever, would you like to buy a house? Would you like to buy a house? Oh my God, right? This is your buyer's list right here. And there are thousands and thousands of them in this. And just to let you guys all
1: know, Cindy, Gabriel, we will be talking about the cost of the farming software and how your marketing marketing can stand out from others. We will get there.
0: We're almost there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so, so, so this software is going to give you two folds. It's going to... Well, uh, Paul, right
1: before you get to that part, scroll down some more. Uh-huh. Okay, so we talked about this portion right here. We talked about the beneficiaries. And here is where you can see what their estimated um, distribution would be. I worked with a lot of different um, probate softwares, and this is the only one that has this functionality, by the way, so that, you know, you can not just market for a probate lease, but you can also market for the future buyers also with this here, because you right. now know what they're, they're expecting. So you can find out they want to buy more property or you can look it up, look them up on title to see if they own property right now.
0: Perfect, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So so, so, now, so, remember, so, if you wanted to build a buyer list, guys, you have no more excuses right here, right? Um, and so, also- So speak about the
1: buyer's list, Paul, so speaking about the buyer's list. Uh-huh. How can they, so can this be exported to their own CRM or does
0: this have its own CRM? So, okay, so you can use this software CRM. You can use this software or yes, or you can export it and you can export it to an Excel spreadsheet format or in a PDF format. Yes, you can export this data. Yes, you can. But if you, for example, a CRM is going to cost you, what, 200 bucks a month, whatever it is. If you want to, you can use our CRM that's built in the software and that CRM is specifically to you. I don't see it. No one else sees it is specifically to you.
1: And so, so the question is, at what point within the probate process does the home have to be in order to be listed on the market?
0: Okay, great, great question. All right. So, 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 a probate normally takes about one year to do, it takes one year to do a a probate normally, takes takes one year to do. Let me see if I can, let me see if I can do this for you, give me one second, give me one second here, let me see if I can show you this terrific chart that I have, give me one second here, oh let me see here, give me one second gang, I'm going to bring up a chart that's going to show you when the house can be listed. And that is a good question. And it warrants some time to go over it and we will do it now. Um, So if we go to this chart that I have, um, okay, you all see that chart? Yes. So a probate normally takes 12 months to do. This is the end of the probate, 12 months. This little guy is holding a, a, a bag of cash, yay, okay. Normally takes twelve months to do. So, so someone on the line says, "Hey, when can I list this probate?" Because Paul, Paul, it takes you know, it takes you know uh, a while for that person to be appointed as the personal representative. Hey, hold on a second. If he's not the personal representative, he doesn't have the power to sign my listing agreement. Okay, okay, okay. Here's how we, here's how we get around that. Here's how we'll get around that. Okay. So what we do is you can sign the listing agreement contingent, right? You all aware of contingency clause, contingent on Mary Smith being appointed as the personal representative. You can do that. You sign this. You, once the probate case is filed, you contact the petitioner, phone call, email, mailers, you contact the petitioner. Once he or she is convinced, yeah, I want to work with you, Tony. Okay, that you, Mr. Realtor, Miss Realtor, can sign the listing agreement immediately, contingent on him or her being appointed as the personal representative. The moment the court date comes, and he or she is appointed as the personal representative, and bam, your listing is now activated. But that doesn't answer the question. Hey, what if I want to start marketing this house now? Here's my answer to that. Here's my answer to that. Hey, Mary, Mary, you are in charge, Mary. You are in charge, Mary. You are in charge. Hey, um, Mary, oh, what's, what's happening with this? Give me one second. Hey, uh, Mary, so if we go back to the probate data, hey, uh, Mary, Mary, have you, uh, um, in this case, Louis, hey, Louis, have, have you sp- spoken to Denise? Have you spoken to Marianne? Have you spoken to Anthony? Do they all want to sell the house? There's only four of you. If you all agree to sell the house, I normally tell my realtor, go ahead, list it. Because who, who has the power, the standing to, let me speak French for a second, to bitch at you for putting a sign in front of the house. That's French, okay? If all four of you want to sell the house, These are the only four that has any saying in this probate case, okay? There is no objection to Lewis being the PR. They all want to sell the house. There's no one standing in your way to do the prep work, to list the house, find a buyer. Hey, buyer, hey, buyer, court hearing date is such and such. In this example, court hearing date is is, uh, September 28th. Um, Hey, let's get you pre-approved let's get all the loan done. Don't pull loan docs. Let's get everything done. Clear all contingency. And then when, when September 28th come, he gets, Lewis gets letters and orders. You immediately give the probate attorney the probate purchase agreement. 15 days later, you close the probate. Bam. It's that simple game with full authority. Great.
1: Can we talk about marketing? Cause I know we are already at 11 o'clock. So can we talk about, um, like one question we have as um, how can you track your marketing materials in the
0: software? Okay, so that is going, you're gonna have to rely on, so this software allows you to use the CMR. It allows you to basically track your phone calls. You know, know, every day you come in and you do something, hey, you know, I I spoke to Tony, um you know i did my mailing out on such a such a date uh hey you know this is mailing number mailing one was done on you know may 12 for example mail or two or whatever so you you can use our cmr crm to track your mailing to track your phone call to track the status okay
1: and then over over the over here where it says add number and add email yeah. So I know that everyone who looks up this property, this case number, they would see all that. But if I get a different number and a different email for this person, will they also have access to that?
0: Perfect. So so when we upload this case, we do our research and we provide you the phone number and an email address. Okay. let's say you spoke to uh, Esteban Gonzalez and you know he takes a liking to you and says hey you know what why don't you call me at this cell phone number you put in that phone number and that number is a private number for your eye only even i even the way we wrote the software we cannot see that number only you can it's because it's your crm so you can add in a phone number esteban likes you hey you know what don't use that email address it's inundated use this email address so yes tana you can put it in and it's privately yours. Okay. Yeah. Can we talk about the price of this
1: Dear Beloved software?
0: Okay. So, so let's say, oh, yeah, let me go to. Um,
1: and the and price and the marketing materials. So can we go over both of that, please?
0: Yeah. So, okay. So, so basically, um, we have two programs. It's one is 49 bucks, and you, it allows you to basically download 250 leads. So if you take 49 bucks divided by 250 it's about 20 cents per probate case basically okay um for those of you who have a large team you might want to use the second program it's, it's 79 bucks where it allows you 450 uh downloads okay yeah um and the terrific thing guy is just go for a test drive it's you can do your free trial seven days free trial when you do your seven days free trial, you get, a, you get to see exactly what I've been showing you. Um, the only thing that you don't get to see is the full-blown library, okay? But you do the seven days, you get to search, you get to see everything you can. So just try it for seven days, okay? You get to see everything that I'm showing you right now, Tani. Okay. Yeah. So we see the probate videos and... Yeah, this, Tony, this, this is very valuable, I I have to say. Oh, you're here. right, the
1: marketing samples.
0: Yeah. So have... one,
1: someone had a question about how do I stand out among all the mailers everyone gets. So this is where how they stand
0: out with your 400 yeah. plus pages of marketing samples? That's right. Just go through this. Just go through this and see. it. This gives you good content. Gives you good content. And then when we'll you mail stuff out, you can go ahead and probably... You know, who doesn't like to get a greeting card style mailer? You know, the Hallmark style ma- mailer. And inside, inside of it, I give you tons and tons of examples of, you know, just scroll through and see which one that you think resonate with you, okay? Um, yeah, so I, I think that this is pretty priceless because you would never, ever get your hand on this unless your, your mom passed away and you went probate, you know what I mean? And even at that point, you'll get what, one, two, three, four. Here, I give you 417 pages of example of it. Yeah. Um, How many
1: realtors do you work with, Paul, over the, past, over the
0: years? You know, I, um, it, it, it depends. I mean, you know, realtor comes and goes, you know, but as, as far as probate leads, um, the number of leads that I can hand out, um, this is all, this, this, As far as leads, I mean, I have realtor who consistently sign up for the probate leads because it works for them. It works. And that's why they keep coming back to subscribe. Okay. I've been doing this for about, oh, for about five years now. So once you get onto the software, number one thing, first thing, I want you to watch as many videos as you can. That's number one. Number two, I want you to download the the marketing example and then after that work on the leads because I don't want you to go blind, okay? Understand probate first because when you talk to the son and daughter, you're gonna stand out. Number two, do some of the or do some of your trifle. I give you an example of it, okay? So do those two things first before you attack the lead. That's what would be my recommendation.
1: Okay, and let's talk about, because I see some people are interested in the certification. We do, um, Greater Los Angeles Association, we are having a, um, a certification course soon, right, Paul?
0: Yes, yeah, we just need to uh, coordinate with uh, with CAR and then we'll come out there, you know? It's, it's well, probably I, Sorry, we actually, car, but...
1: one with, we actually have I thought we have one with um, the association that you're teaching at the association.
0: So so I do have one, um, So, so yeah, I, I we haven't set up one yet, with, with the Greater Los Angeles, your association just yet, you know, but. Um, OK, well,
1: we will be the chair of professional development because <laughs> I really do think it's a valuable certification because I think that you will stand out when you I, certifications. You know, people like seeing certifications and also just for your own knowledge, you should really understand probate so that you can stand out in your listening presentations or when you get on the phone with someone that you know what you're talking about.
0: sorry sorry to interrupt
1: we do have it scheduled on our calendar i just put the link in the um in the chat for everybody okay um and okay i'm sorry the date is um, may 19th from 9 a.m to 12 p.m so uh, oh okay thank you sorry me and paul need more coffee (laughs) yeah we need more coffee because i knew we had it scheduled but i yeah so may 19th everyone we do have the probate certification
0: yeah, and and so once you take that class, once you take that class, you pass the exam, you get you will get a certificate signed off by, is it that Janine? Uh,
1: president, our twenty twenty president will sign your certification.
0: Yes, so your certification and, is like that, and it lasts for I think two years. Yeah, it lasts it lasts for two years. You know why? Because we. The law changes. Yes, the law changes, and I'm required to update this thing every year. You know? so, so that's how that goes. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, did we discuss?
1: I'm so sorry, I was answering questions. Did we discuss the price of your um, software?
0: Yeah, we did. We, uh, so basically, if they just go to learnproperty.com, um, they can have, um, they can see the two track. Oh, let me see. Where what, what was it? Oh, let me, see. Let me refresh this page. There we go. So so we have one that starts at, at, at 49 bucks a month and we have another one that starts at 79. Um, what I will recommend is um, sign up. It's seven day free trial. If you don't like it, cancel it and you will not be charged a penny, but yet you get to access everything that we just talked about.
1: Okay. And for those regarding the certification, it is on um, Galart, Greater Los Angeles, um, Association Realtors website. And also too, I love marketing this and me and Paul actually did a promo video for it. So I will be um, sending that out to everyone too. And also the question regarding the replay of this, um, the replay link will be available on our our Facebook page for Greater Los Angeles Association Realtors, but also every um, attendee will receive an email of the link also.
0: Great, wonderful.
1: And let's see, do we have any other questions? Oh, the cost of the class, I would have to look that up. Oh, so the And cost, I will the share cost, the link The link for The
0: cost is okay, $100, $119. Thank you. You're welcome. Sorry,
1: Scott. How did I forget my Scott?
0: Yeah, so. So, so the class
1: uh, is $119.
0: Yes, and so the format is this. It's gonna be three hours of me teaching And then you basically will take an exam. And then once you pass, um, um, CAR will issue you this certification. And with the class, gangs, with the class, um, it also comes with a book that I wrote. It's four chapters that covers everything from (laughs) everything we talked about. It comes from, uh, I'm also a CPA, I wrote a chapter on taxes. Mom bought the house for 150 grand. When mom died, it was worth a million bucks. You sell it for a million bucks. Are uh, there any capital gain? The answer is zero. I address all that in a separate chapter for taxes as well, too. Well,
1: because so he, he puts CP hat, his CPA hat on at that point.
0: Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> and
1: bases and things like that.
0: CPA, the Chinese party animal, CPA. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's see. Um... Oh, I love Cindy. She wants to know if it's going to be an open book exam.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, it is, Cindy, you, uh, yeah, you, Tanya and I will not be proctoring this exam. You're on your own, Cindy. <laughs>
1: uh, Scott, is 119 for non-members also? Um, I. It's You have to be a member. It doesn't have to be our association, but you have to be a member of CAR for the 119 is what I
0: believe.
1: OK, so you have to be a member of California Association Realtors. You don't have to be a member of our particular board.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and, and you know, since you have me here, I mean, if anybody on the line that wants question about a probate question answered, ask me. Tony and I are here to serve you.
1: And um,
0: while. yeah,
1: uh, Paul, can, do you, can you put a screen up of where people can go to sign up for the probate? I see, I see yeah. the link. Oh, thank you. V put it up there. The link, he has just posted the link for where you can go to sign up for the probate um, leads and the marketing materials. It's at www.probatemoney.com.
0: Yes. So simple.
1: Probatemoney.com. Go yeah. there.
0: <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah.
1: Ah, mm-hmm. uh, man, uh, you're asking us tax questions. Yeah. Um, tax base if they're fixed before selling. Okay. I let the CPA speak. Go ahead. What? The question is, um, does the tax basis change if they fix a the property up before selling?
0: Let's do it. Here we go. Taxes, taxes. I love taxes. I don't. IRS stands for it really sucks. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, don't don't tell the IRS that. Um, taxes, all right. So let's talk about taxes. Let's talk about taxes. Um,
1: and, uh, and guys, there's <laughs> this... Officially, the event is over. We just staying over. Just to ask, um, answer any questions. By the way, but you will, you will get a repaid link of this um, email to you.
0: Yeah. All right. So, when a homeowner pass away, when a homeowner, there's three type of taxes you need to deal with. Okay. One is the um, capital gain tax. Um, capital gain tax. Two is the property tax.
1: Um, Paul, we don't yeah. have that screen up. You're not sharing that
0: part. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, all right. Uh, Here we go. Let me go. Um, Okay, so... Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Before you get to that, just going back to the software really quick. Is there a time limit for the seven-day trial offer?
0: When does it start? It starts anytime from the moment that you click on to sign up. Bam, there you go. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's uh, a seven-day starts when, when you wanted to start. Okay, yeah. All right, do you see my... Uh, yes. Okay. When a homeowner pass away, when a homeowner, not a home, right, when a homeowner pass away, um, when someone passed away, okay, there are three types of taxes that you need to contend with. One is the capital gain tax, two, uh, two is property tax, three is the estate tax, okay. Let's do the easy one first. If you die with less than 11.4 million, God bless you, you don't owe us any estate tax, okay. So, Take tax number three out, I don't have 11.4 million. And if I do, my wife gets 11.4 as well, so it's actually 23 million for a married couple, okay? So so don't worry about estate tax, that's the easy one, we knocked it out. Bam, done. Um, Let's go to, um, let's talk about capital gain real fast. Let's, Let's go talk about capital gain. Mom, mom bought this house, mom bought this house, mom bought the house for oh um 000, um 30 years ago 30 years ago 30 years ago okay when mom passed away is worth one million dollars and you're selling it for a million dollars you're selling for a million dollars okay the, the children gets a step up basis step up basis and therefore the children when you sell the house for a million bucks there's zero taxes zero taxes. now
1: let's explain that so, only, okay, so does that step-up basis apply to grandkids? Does that step-up basis apply for siblings?
0: Great question, they, so, so, so step-up basis doesn't matter, does not matter. Someone leaves your house, mom leaves your house, she only bought it for 200,000, this is in Beverly Hills, it's worth 2 million, doesn't have the grandkid children, doesn't matter. Step-up basis, capital gain, you sell it for the fair market value, Is zero, it's zero, okay? Now,
1: okay. So this is this, this back to this question here. So um, since people are asking about it, so basically if you were to fix, if you were to fix the house up, renovate the house before selling in order to get a higher price, how does that affect
0: your cost basis? Listen, great question. So, so mom, let's use this example. Mom bought the house for 200,000. Okay. Mom bought 200,000 and you're selling it. So let's say you fixed it up. So let's say now in, 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 a probate, well, it doesn't matter probate or trust. When right. It doesn't if matter. you always get a valuation, always get a, uh, always get the house appraised. Okay. Always get the house appraised. All right. So, so, so let's say it's appraised. Do at, you have
1: to get appraised or could you use a, a realtor's B, a
0: BPO? Um, I think it's going to depend on how many houses you have. Well, back up. If there are substantial gain, I would get an appraisal. You know why? Just in case the IRS challenge you, that's all. Okay. okay. So let's So let's say on a date of death, it's worth a million bucks. Okay. Mm-hmm. And let's say you spent, oh, I don't know, 75,000 bucks to fix up the house, 75,000 bucks to fix up the house. Okay. So let's say, let's say it was a price of a million. You spend 75 and now you're able to sell it at 1.2 million. Is that fair? Yeah. When mom died as is the million bucks, you spend 75 fixed up and you sold it for 2 uh, for 1.2 million. So your capital gain, so you take 1.2 is a selling price, selling price. You take 1.2 minus not the 200,000, what mom bought it for. Nope. You're going to minus, you're going to minus the $1 million. You're going right. to minus the step-up the basis. Yeah. Yep. You're going to minus $1 million and, and minus the 75K that you put in to fix it. Okay. So what what what's your profit? Your profit is someone help me with the math. What is it? 125, right? Yeah. 125K, that's your profit. But wait! No, it's more Tana than that. work oh, for go free. Ahead. Tana doesn't work for free. You don't work for free. So you're going to subtract out, you know, you're going to subtract out the commission costs, you know, escrow fee, um, the, the probate costs, the probate attorney, all that stuff. So basically, I would not worry about it. If there's any capital gain, it's very, very negligence, okay? So the takeaway from this conversation, the takeaway step-up basis, do not give the house to your children while you are alive. Do Do not not do that. Nope, 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 nope. Let's say you bought the house for $200,000 and you say, and you say, hey, I only have one daughter. Screw Paul Horn. I'm not going to get a trust. Screw him. So I'm going to just go ahead and put my daughter on the house as joint tenant. When I die, it goes to my daughter. No probate. can na, 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 na. Fine, fine. There's no probate. But when she goes to sell for one million bucks, the daughter has to pay capital gain, okay? Because her name is on the grand deed. So don't do that. Don't ever put a child's name on the grand deed because it's going to destroy the step-up basis.
1: Yeah, it is. And also, guys, this relates to not just for probate, it's also for trust, too. It, You know, it's... You know, it's trust and probate, you know, if if the child or the heirs are not on title, you know, beforehand, then they get to take advantage of the step-up basis. So just to answer your question, Mina, it is for both either probate or trust. It's still based on the death of the owner of the property, the day, the death of the, the value of the property, on the date of the um, death of the owner. To
0: complete. No matter
1: how it's held, and no matter
0: how it's held, either trust or in probate. Correct. So, 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 the daughter who's inheriting this house at one when mom 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 was paying property tax on two hundred thousand. Okay, mom property tax is very very low. When mom died, it was worth a million. The daughter's it's gonna live there. The daughter property tax is it gonna get reassessed? Is it gonna get reassessed for property tax purposes? Is it gonna be based? Oh yeah. <laughs> is, yeah, is it gonna be based on 200 k or per step up basis of a million bucks? Which one is it? Which one is it? Okay. It can be based on 200,000 only if, only if you file, let's say if it's um you file proposition 58 form. Okay, so it's basically form 58. Okay. Um if it's going to your grandchild, like you were talking about, Tani. You will file Proposition, um, it'll be Proposition um, 193, Proposition 193. Okay, that's it. These are the three taxes, guys. This tax right here, the property tax, it is critical. It is critical. Oh well, that's a bad choice of color there. Um, it is critical, the property tax, guys. When mom and dad die, please have your client file Proposition 58 form please file form 193 if it's applicable. Okay. So that's it guys on this. Well, no, but
1: let's talk about when, cause I had this happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happens when the, you know, the property's left to a sibling, not a child,
0: not yeah. a parent. Sorry, Sorry. When it's, when it's left to a sibling, there is no proposition to avoid reassessment. If right. It's left to a sibling, Tani, if you receive a house from mom, um, so so let's say if your sister passed away and left you the house, Tony, and mm-hmm. you don't want to pay the taxes, there's a way to escape it. You know what you do, Tony? Give it to me. I will pay the taxes for you, Tony. Just kidding. That's a joke. You know, give me the <laughs> anyway, it's about to get wrapped up. So we ended with that joke. okay? Right. Well, just to wrap this up, everyone,
1: he's going to you learn more about this in a slower pace and more detail. If you um, sign up for our certification course which is on may 12th and i just put in the chat again the sign up because i'll give you more details in a slower pace you know so we can answer questions if a property's in joint tendency or joint this and that that you get your answers on that date so uh, we will be sending this out so we'll love to see you on may 12th right and paul any any lasting question um remarks
0: that's it, guy. That's it. You know, thank you so much for having me, Tani. Thank, I, I want to thank the association. I want to thank everybody on uh, the call today. And uh, hey, look, what did you learn probably from me? Wait, like, May tw- Wait, May Wait, May twelfth is today. Oh, May May May
1: nineteenth. 19th. May nineteenth. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> thank you, Gabriel. My bad. Again, more coffees needed. <laughs> and okay. And also, by, by the way, this is for California. Cause remember yes. all states have their own probate. So this certification class will only be uh, uh, applicable to people in California.
0: Yeah, what I taught you about the capital gain, it, the IRS is federal. So what I right. taught you was the process. Yeah, yeah, so it, it, it's good. Yeah, so so like I was saying, hey, whether you learn probate from me or from anybody, learn it, learn it, because it's gonna happen to you. It's only a matter of time when you're gonna come across a homeowner who passed away and whether you want to be the listing agent or want to buy the house, you need to understand this process.
1: And also one last ending for me, too, is that was very important too when you're working with different attorneys is that there is a special certification for probate and, for probate, which was Paul has. If you go and go to the state bar site and you research that. You will see that there's not many attorneys that holds the certif certified specialist in estate planning and trust and probate law, which is what Paul has. And if you know CAR, they wouldn't let anyone just author their you know first certified probate course. You know they really did tear into it to make sure that everything is you know proper in accordance to the um, California law for probate in the state.
0: Yeah. So. Um... Guys, thank you so much for having me today. You know, and Tony, thank you so much. Thank you to the association. And um, I'll see everybody online on May 19th. Um, If you want to start immediately with the leads and and learning about probate, you can always sign up with probate money immediately and you can have all these videos as well too, if you don't want to wait, okay?
1: Okay, well, thank you very much. And Paul, you got a lot of claps and everything appreciation.